Welcome to the Geek Speak last week bonus episode. This is the intake. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Intake. I'm Brian. I'm Ed. And I'm Tone. And today we've got a great special episode. I'm here to introduce you and them to my good friend, uh, Sean Carr. Uh, about, uh, geez, it's almost been like 20 years ago. Uh, I had my, I actually started my first podcast with my friend Ian. Shout out to my boy, Ian Daddy Bones. And through that friendship, I met Sean Carr here because Ian was a big wrestling head, just like Tone and Ed. And uh, Sean's a local wrestler um, in the Binghamton area. And uh, I've kind of gotten a chance to watch his evolution, not as much as I wished I could have, but he's he's come a long way. And uh, recently he's made some big leaps and bounds. And uh, I mentioned that to my boys and they were like, you know this guy and i'm like yeah yeah actually i do so uh and with that i'm gonna give everything over to the other boys and sean it's great to see you i am so glad that you're here thank you for doing this with us Um, hey man I, i i appreciate this i appreciate the platform and you know you guys want me to be a part of this so i i thank you guys yeah thank you so much for coming on Sean. i appreciate that Absolutely. So I know you guys said Absolutely. you had questions, so have yeah. Adam. Have Adam. Absolutely. He can take it. He's a, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, first, Sean, just give us a little rundown of your career, pretty much. I mean. Oh, man. I mean, it's 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 been uh, – I've been very blessed. I've been very lucky. Um, I've had a lot of amazing, cool opportunities. I've got to meet a lot of uh, really cool people. I've got to wrestle a lot of cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got to go a lot of cool places and do a lot of a lot of cool things. I definitely, uh, 12 and a half years ago when I started this journey, I chased a dream. And I could say that now I feel that I caught it and I'm living it every day. So it's pretty awesome. cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. What, uh, what made you want to become a pro wrestler as a kid, just growing up watching and yeah, you know, I've been a lifelong fan, you know, like like most of us that get into it. Uh, it was it was uh, the moment I watched Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog wrestle. I think it was on Monday nice. Night Raw. I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And from there, you know, I, I was just I was bitten by the wrestling bug and I was addicted ever since. Awesome. Yeah. So I was that was going to lead me into my next question, which was it which is your favorite wrestling match that you've ever watched? Um, would it be that one or is it? You know, I think it would have to go in stages of uh, different yeah. timelines because wrestling, the business, the wrestling world has evolved and changed mm-hmm. so much. For sure. Um, yeah. Anything John Michaels in the 90s, obviously, the mid to late 90s. Um, and then, you know, when you when you got the turn of the, you know, the 2000s, you know, all the, the, indie, the independent, you know, boom started with like companies like Ring of Honor, you know, yeah. and like NWA was still, you know, a thing. TNA when they were just kind of an indie before they were things. So it's really hard to pinpoint like a favorite match of mine. Um, if I would have to, I would definitely say Brett and Sean's Iron Man match was always one of my favorites. Yeah, just legendary. The told. And mm-hmm. I mean, being in there, you know, and actually being able to perform going an hour is pretty intense. So yeah. that yeah. was always a favorite. 
Yeah, the, the conditioning that those guys had to get into just to do that is, yeah, it's pretty uh, oh, for real? pretty nuts, man. That's 12 minutes I'm blown up. You yeah. <laughs> Better than me, man. I'd be in there for two minutes. I'd be like, all right, I'm done. All right. Yeah, Time seriously, lay down. right? <laughs> yeah, I'd be in the corner just tapping. You know, nobody even got a hold on me. I'm just, now. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Um. So you, you said you got to work for a lot of really – uh good and cool people who's yeah. been your favorite person to work with man cody rhodes was really fun um, that, cody, i could kind of tell while i was watching that match actually right before we got yeah. on oh, here yeah. it's, it's a good <laughs> match good and it's match. it's really good and like uh when i got to meet cody he always seemed really cool so i wanted yeah. to ask specifically about that but that's cool uh anyone else oh man i mean uh Former WWE guys. I mean, I just recently wrestled uh, Zach Ryder. He was really cool. Uh, Matt Hardy was fun. Um, John Morrison was a blast. Um, Independent-wise, you know, I've been able to wrestle guys like Eddie Edwards. Nice. Uh, that's probably, like, my breakout. Like, okay, he can go. Is when they <laughs> in there with Eddie. Literally threw me in there with a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, I, I've had I've had so many amazing uh, dance partners. I'll say throughout mm -hmm. the year, uh, whether it's former stars or independent guys. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, the 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 list is almost infinite. I feel <laughs> nice. I, I will gonna. I am gonna jump in here real quick, and I will remember. I will say this: that Ian has always kept me uh, posted on like your career throughout yeah. whether i could see it or not so literally like he'd just be talking to me be like oh yeah and oh and 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 he he, he wrestled billy gun the other day i was like wait what <laughs> like, like like i'm like, yeah. like i'm blown up like i'm just sitting there like and he just says it in call and just in casual conversation and i'm yeah. like he wrestled who and then it's like yeah and it's like and i'm like and one other i'm like and the heart i'm like dude yeah, he's really doing his thing. Like I like That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations again, man. Cause like every time yeah. I see you, I every and, and what you've done, I'm like, this dude is really just he's just, <laughs> he just killing it. Like he just he took it by the reins and he didn't even play around. It wasn't one of those, yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna chase it for like 15, 20 years and I'm gonna make it. He was like, nah, I'm gonna do this now. Yeah, yeah. And I tried, and you know. I you're really doing did. it. I, you're not trying, you're doing. You were succeeding. Well, I mean, I, I, I think like right now, like I'm trying to be that like in our area, there really wasn't anybody. I mean, Cage kind of was was a guy there for a while, but he never really I, I feel he didn't reach the the heights. But it's not a knock on him. I mean, when he was coming through and he was at his prime and at his best, they didn't really have that social media platform that we all had now. So I feel that, you know, and, and that was kind of like a downslope in the Indies, but like the one thing that I hope if, if, if at all else that I can like leave behind is a pathway for guys like me in this area to follow, to be like, okay, well, if, if Sean could do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? And, you know, and, and make those connections and get those opportunities that I was able to get. So, you know, uh, if, if, if anything I'd want out of wrestling, I hope that would be it. <laughs> but yeah. I appreciate it big time. You know, like I said, throughout the years, I've had so many cool opportunities that even sometimes I'd have to stop and sit back and go, wow. You know, like I was able to do uh, the second to last uh, Piper's Pit with Roddy Piper. Oh, wow. That's, awesome. yeah, that's cool. 
I did that in, it, it was, it was a small segment and I was feuding with a guy and he was the main, like attraction for the Piper's pit, like the main interview. But we did a thing where I would come in and chase him off. Cause he stole like the title belt that I had at the time. And, you know, I, Roddy was so cool. I, there, there was a part of that, that segment where I was like, well, I don't just want to come in and like chase him off and not have, I feel like there needs to be like an interaction with Rowdy and I, yeah. and he was like, yeah, man, what are you thinking? And I threw an idea out and he was like, dude, do it. And then he gave me something else to do with it that made it so much better. And like that right there, like, you know, a, a month later, he, he, he had passed away. And like, I was like, wow, I'm really glad that I had that opportunity. Cause that's amazing, dude. Yeah, else that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, one, one of the best all time, best talkers in our, in, in the, in the sport, man. It's yeah. just, yeah, to be able to have that interaction and that memory, that's really cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's he's awesome. uh he's one of my all-time favorites. I, I really love Piper and um I'm I'm a huge mark for the the Canadian wrestlers. Okay. Uh, yep. Even though I'm American, I don't know. It's just always <laughs> been something. The Hart Foundation and Edge and Christian and yeah. you know, all the Benoit, all these guys like that, they're just that that die hard wrestler mentality and all those guys. Oh, um, yeah. Who did you train under? So I did my training through a lot of different people. So when I broke into the wrestling business, there wasn't a lot of wrestling schools in the area. There was a ring that was in Cortland, New York. And I went to a show at the polar cap and I met a guy named Keith Zimmer who told me, hey, we're training up, uh, we have a training school up there. And I was at the time, you know, I was 18, 19 years old. I'm like, sweet, let me go check this out, see if I can do it. And I went up there, I met a guy named uh, Horace White, who's now, I believe he goes by the name Junior White. And he's the one that first showed me how to bump, how to roll, how to hit the ropes and things like that. Um, and then it, the, the training evolved to go down to Jersey, which is what the school is affiliated with, with a place down there called East Coast Pro Wrestling. Uh, so the guy down there who owns it, his name is Gino Caruso. And he's been running shows for like 35 years. But Gino wasn't, he didn't really train me. Um, I got my actual training from Cage and IB Green. They're the ones that actually showed me the business that took me on the road that taught me how to get booked, that taught me how to market myself, that taught me how to conduct myself. So, you know, and then through that, I've done seminars at the Wild Smoke Training Center, you know, and I've done all these other things, but Horace White was the first one to show me how to kind of do some stuff, but it was Cage and Ivy Green that actually taught me the business. So Ooh. I always credit Horace with something, but it was Rob and Chuck that really, you know, help help me blossom yeah that's cool yeah that's awesome is there any uh any like certain people that you've long you know that you've met along the way that have kind of like molded you into the guy that you are now or i, would I guess probably, probably a little bit of everybody right yeah i would say everybody you know i mean you know every every company that i work for for an extensive amount of time i really grew as a performer in 2cw that's kind of where i really like figured it all out and like really was able to okay i can actually make a, a pretty good run at this um the one thing that you know that the 2cw really did is they 
they gave me the test with Eddie and then they just kept him coming, you know? Okay. Well, if he's good enough to be with Eddie, let's put him in there with the young bucks. Let's put him in there with AJ Styles. Let's put him in there with like all these top tier independent wrestlers. And I was able to learn and grow that way. And when other companies, you know, in the Northeast were seeing that they're like, Oh, well, if Sean can wrestle Eddie, then he can wrestle Jonathan Gresham for us, or he can wrestle, uh, um, you know, Shane Strickland with us, or he can wrestle Johnny Gargano, you know? So that's, that's the one thing that I, I pride myself, like the home company showcase what I could do for other companies to want to use me in the same way. Yeah. So it's kind of a snowball effect, but I would yeah. definitely say that everywhere I've been has had an influence in who I am today. It's all experience. Yeah. That's cool. Is, is there any, uh, any of the promoters or any, obviously your big, biggest break, I guess would be, you were in uh you're going on AEW TV now and um, had a, had a few matches there. How is that kind of um, springboarded you into the mainstream kind of zeitgeist? Has that been huge for you or what? It, you know, it, it has, I, I, I do have to say though, that I think it was when I was working with ring of honor in 2016, that really, put me into that limelight um yeah. that that was a really cool experience that was like my first real experience with like a company that is known nationally and that you know a tv formula you know because there's two there's there's so many different styles of wrestling and there's a difference between like going to see an independent show that isn't being filmed or anything like that and going to a tv production style right. wrestling they're two totally different shows. Mm. Anybody who's been to Monday Night Raw and then been to a WWE live event will know the difference, you know? Right, there's yeah. Live event style, which is kind of like the independent style. And then there's TV where matches aren't as long. You don't really see, you know, a lot of the stuff and everything is facing towards hard cam, cameras, cameras, cameras. So, but, you know, AEW, I mean, that that was a really cool experience. That was really cool. That, that really, you know, helped grow a little bit of a following. But, you know, I've already done stuff with like TNA or Impact and, mm -hmm. and like I said, with Ring of Honor that, you know, it was just kind of all those experiences really helped me, you know, get get the opportunity with AEW and help me kind of, you know, kind of know what I was doing, I guess, when I was there. Um, so that was cool. And, you know, when you meet people throughout the years and you become friends and you stay in touch, like and like say they get to that level, you know, I, they're, they're the ones that can help guide you to like, okay, who do I have to contact to get on that? That's how I got the AEW opportunity. Yeah. That's um, cool. It's all, it's all about the connections I've made over the 12 and a half years I've been doing this. So. Is there any upcoming plans for you to, to return back to there and do any kind of angles or. I mean, as of right now, probably not uh, what they're doing right now. And it's really cool for everybody that's on independent wrestling who i guess you know can have that spot is they have that spot in orlando uh that they filmed dark at which is where i was at which yeah. is cool because that's the old tna impact zone so mm -hmm. that was oh cool. yeah so i can check mark that one off <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i mean I think what they're doing now is they're spending this entire year, year and a half of getting as many independent guys on as possible and then seeing what they got afterwards. Yeah. Um, Give them like a showcase to show what they can do. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, 
it's it's nerve wracking when you're down there um, only because like, again, you're shooting for time. You're shooting. When I was down there, guys, they had 47 matches they had to get through. in Wow. Yeah. So obviously when you're going into it and I saw that, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to get much offense, but I'll make somebody look amazing. (laughs) But, uh, and that's just part of the business. You know, that's just part, it's no different than the old dark, you know, Monday night raw Mm -hmm. dark tickets that they would do when they bring in enhancement talent. Um, I, you know, I, I like to think that, you know, uh, there will be more opportunities um Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun it was cool to go down there i turned a vacation out of it you know Mm -hmm. uh, nice well i'm at universal studios (laughs) might as well spend the week down here to enjoy it yeah right right yeah Uh, but yeah it was it was it was cool uh i hope there will be um all i can do right now is focus on getting you know getting the work done that i got to get done now uh continuing doing what i'm doing with excite and you know i'm sure there's more opportunities on the way i just you know it's one of those things where i have to message probably an email and be that's the one thing i'm not good at is i don't like bothering people so i'd be like hey can i because sometimes i feel like that can really hurt you also yeah yeah bothering somebody about wrestling bookings and this and that so i'm gonna let a little time go i'm gonna try to get into a little bit better shape uh i'm always trying to evolve something uh character wise whether it's a feature or gear or anything so i think that if i can they i showed them a little bit and now i want to uh really blow them away but I'll let you guys in on a scoop that not everybody knows. Only about five people know this, but now more people will know this. So I got I got the word that I was going to AEW. I went there. It was the last week of October leading into Halloween. I found out at the end of September that I had COVID. Okay. And I had COVID bad. Like I had COVID so bad that I almost was in the hospital. It was real. Yeah. So I had this giant plan because I knew about the AEW. I I knew it was coming. I was like, okay, I'm going to tan. I'm going to hit the gym every day. And then all of a sudden one day I'm like, why can't I smell my deodorant? (laughs) Out of test. That sucks. That night I was as more sick as I ever been in my life. Like I will tell you, like it was not fun at all. Uh, the next two weeks were agonizing and I got cleared to, I was cleared of COVID and I was good to go three days before the flight going to Florida. Oh, wow. So we cut it pretty close. It almost didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Wow. But, you know, so because of that, I wasn't able to train. I I didn't have the wind I wanted and I wasn't able to kind of look how I wanted, but I didn't want to pass upon the opportunity because I didn't if you cancel on them, you never know if they're going to be like, well, all right, well, that's it. That was your one and only. So I just at least wanted to make an effort. And, but yeah, not now, now you guys know it and all your followers will know it. But yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, it was an insane month leading into the yeah. uh, AEW tapings. That's got to so. be huge pressure, man. Being like, yeah. I don't want to miss this, but yet again, you're laid up with all the, you know, with all the stuff that comes with COVID, oh. that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I, I you know, I, I was vaccinated. I, you know, and I still got it. Um, 
and I got it really bad. Uh, yeah. I couldn't breathe for like four days. Uh, the, the, the sickness was sucked, but yeah, yeah no, so much running through my mind, like, well, of course this would happen right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, I, I think that, you know, if anything, it, when I do go back and I do, you know, I'll be more ready. I know the deal and I know how to go about it now. Um, so hopefully, you know, when the, when the next time comes around, I'll be more prepared for it and I won't have right. a wide pandemic sickness. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Right. Knowing that you only had three days between being cleared and getting there, you look great. Like you yeah, and, and you you performed, man. You look like you said you didn't get in a lot of offense, but yeah. you killed it. You sold, and yeah, you sold, yeah. sold well. And I I saw a bunch like leading up to this interview. I watched a bunch of your matches, and okay. I was I think I was telling Tone that standing shooting star that you do. I don't know how to <laughs> yeah. do you do it, but it looks good, bro. It looks it really looks good. Great. <laughs> I don't think I've done that since I was 26. Uh, I don't think <laughs> old, old Mandy's can handle that anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, I, it was kick. That's a kick-ass move, man. I like that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. What are you good. using as your finisher now? Uh it's so it depends. Uh, I I'm one where I I do the super kick and. You know, it sucks because we're in an independent world right now where everybody throws a super kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I've been doing a tombstone pile driver as a finish for the last few years. I always try to switch it up and try to do something new, try to do something different, but also something that I can hit on everybody. Um, yeah. but people, people know me as the, uh, the super kick guy. And it's weird mm-hmm. now because like, you know, when I watch matches of these younger kids and I just see them go out and just throw a million things and they don't get a reaction. Yeah. And then I'll go out there and I'll hit my super kick and they're like, wow, 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 wow. How do you, how can you get such a reaction on that? And I always tell them, it's like, I always try to tell younger kids, it's not about the moves. Moves are yeah. cool, but you want to wrestle for the emotion. You want to wrestle for the moments, not for, oh my God, I just hit a Canadian destroyer, got up, tope to the outside, throw them inside, 630. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times in the last few years I've had, I've gone to an independent show and I'm wrestling a, either the local kid or some new kid. And, and you know, the promoter's like, Hey, this kid's good. I want him to have a good match, whatever, whatever. And we started talking and he, this person wants to do a million things. And right. I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been there. Don't get me wrong. And like a lot of people will look at that as, oh, well, that's being lazy. And it's not, you know, I'm the performer that I've grown into. I like to tell a story. I like to mm-hmm. work off people's emotions. I like to build, you know, I like to have respect for where you're at on the card. The yeah. problem a lot with today's wrestling is nobody has been taught how to have an opening match. Nobody's been taught how to have a popcorn match. Nobody's taught right. how to have a second match. And I'm normally in a spot where companies will put me as the main event and I'll start watching the matches and I watch my entire move set get thrown out there. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. You yeah. Know I mean? That's a like, bummer. I, I was taught this by the wild Samoans. Um, you always, uh, you got to know how to have an opening match. You got to know where to be in a mid card match. You got to know, you know, 
I feel that everything needs to build to the main event because that's what people are mainly there for is the main event. Um, and I just think it's kind of a disrespect that if people, if guys go out there and say you're given eight to 10, easy match, good time. And I can't tell you how many times I watch guys go 15 out of the eight to 10 and right. hit everything they know. And that I just kind of like, I, I totally agree. Kill it. Try to steal the show. All that. Yeah, totally that makes agree. sense. But I can do that in the six minute spot at opening the show and not take away from the guys in the main event. Yeah. So that's my biggest like pet peeve. I, one of my biggest mm. pet peeves about wrestling. But yeah, yeah. I can't tell how many times I walk through a show and the kids are like, I want to do this, 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 that. And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Pick three of the 10 things you said and we'll do that. <laughs> Tone and I speak about this a lot. It's, you know, the, the, and I'm more of a curmudgeon old man than he is, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm very much a stickler for you don't need so many moves. You don't need so many high spots. Tell yeah. a story, yeah. you know, make it tight and, and make it mean something, you know, um, which is yeah. my love for Bret Hart. I mean, Thanks. methodical and, made it look good even when he lost he looked like he was it was the end of the world for him you Everything know um, look like i had purpose yeah exactly and i think we like the, the the newer guys that are coming into wrestling are the ones that always played all the wrestling games so yep. they're wrestling yes. like the video game exactly why we yes. call them video game wrestlers because it's literally and like the one thing i cannot stand is the no sell like I just I, I hate the whole take something big, take something big, take something big, fire up. Like what? Like no, like that's stupid in my eyes. I mean, in other people's eyes, they think it's cool, I guess. But mine, I'm more of a traditional wrestling fan. Um, I feel that if you hit a finish, that should be it. You know, I hate the matches where it's like high spot, high spot, false finish, false finish, roll up for the finish, and I'm like, yeah. Oh, I hate, hate the roll-up for a finish. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Or this is another thing that I hate about wrestling. <laughs> um, but there'll be a spot. I just saw this this morning. I don't know who is wrestling. I don't know what, but I'll explain the situation to you. This guy, the baby face, is ready to pile drive his opponent or do something to his opponent on a like a bed of chairs. And the van, the manager valet came out and whacked the dude in the back with a kendo stick, right? And then the other guy, the heel, I'm assuming, because why would that happen if it wasn't a heel, flipped it around and they hit a pile driver of their own onto the chairs. One, two, kick out. What? <laughs> no, see, that's what? That's a perfect you setup for a, for a heel to win. The match that, thirty. That's literally the that's that should be the finish. And yeah, sure. the one thing is because I've I've been able to you know earn a lot of respect over the years. So when I have people who you know younger people ask me, hey, can you watch my match? Do you know I, I I always take it with a grain of salt. Like okay, like they're new. Don't obviously like crush their hopes and dreams. And I don't know everything. <laughs> I don't I don't yeah. know everything at all. Um, but you know I also know a little bit to know what I guess would make sense. Cause I also help book uh, for excite wrestling. So it's like, you got to come up with finishers. You got to come up with things that are creative. But like, when I see things like that, it just makes me go, you just totally trash over that manager. Like you just mm -hmm. totally, what's the point? 
to get a yeah. oh false finish no like you know there's there's other things you can do and i just feel that, that it's just people just want to get their stuff in and they want to like kick out of everything because they want to be yeah. like the incredible hulk or something and invincible i don't know and it um, makes sense for certain for certain wrestlers to have that and you know like goldberg hogan those guys undertaker undertaker <laughs> those guys that makes sense for their character but if you're just you know some random high-flying guy and you just get a northern destroyer off you know into a chair you should be done that should be it it was funny <laughs> a tweet i saw a tweet from eli drake uh well he's, he's got a different name in nxt now but mm-hmm. this yeah. is a couple of years ago where he goes is it just me or uh are wrestlers being able to like overcome super kicks and pile drivers or whatever is the the person delivering them weaker or is their (laughs) head just getting harder i need to know and i love that because it's true so go back to your original question about the finishing move i always like to protect the super kick i like to know when i hit it people know that that's it Mm -hmm. and or that you know if it's not then okay, it's a foot on the rope or referee is distracted or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Once in a while, I'll allow someone to kick out of it. But I just really feel that, like, if we don't start protecting our moves, like, what what's what's the point? I mean, so far right now, the most devastating move in professional wrestling is a, is a roll-up. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the go-to to win a match it seems yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I, just a few months ago i was listening to uh i listened to cornet i'm a big cornet fan Dang, i know i love I, I, I know he's he's like uh not a lot of people care for him i guess it's 50 50 either you love the guy or you hate him and i love sure. him um sure. but he's got a lot of good points and the thing he was talking about a few months ago was if you build it right and you build an angle right, you could make the heart punch the most dangerous move oh, that ever right. established. You just have to make sure that you're building it correctly. The guy who's doing it is making it believable. The guy who's taking it is selling it correctly. And it just goes to show like, yeah, like you said, if you're protecting the move and you're making it over and you're actually putting the work into just anything, really, you could make it work. It's just nowadays, like you said, it's all like – I guess for the better, lack of a better term, it's just, uh, you know, video game wrestling. And I, it yeah. drives me nuts in tone. Wrestling. Highlight wrestling, high spot wrestling. And Listen, everybody loves man. to watch those pro wrestling gorilla highlights. And then they all think they can go to their Lindy show that weekend and do them. Right. And, you know, like I'll be, I'll be straight up honest with you guys. Like I'm particularly not that comfortable or good at taking a Canadian destroyer or the reverse hurricane run. And I can't tell you how many times people get cranky that I won't do that for them. I mean, it's crazy. Like that, they look cool. Don't get me wrong; it's a cool yeah, move. They look, they look but it's awesome. all on the all on the person taking the taking the move. Exactly. It's a hundred percent on them to, to deliver it. Yes. And I just and I and I just feel that there's a level of like. If I don't really know you, I'm not going to take a really a high spot neck impact. Yeah. Because you know, now that I'm, you know, a little older and got some wisdom hairs going, um, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I look at things differently. Like, I know I'm not 25 anymore and I can't mm-hmm. heal in two days, you know, mm-hmm. and I have to work on Monday morning like all of us do. Yeah, right. 
love doing, I love being a professional wrestler. And I love do, telling stories and doing that. That being said, I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize my livelihood. Yeah. Um, and I feel that if, if someone's going to get kind of like cranky and like boo-boo face because I don't want to take one of their 900 fucking moves. <laughs> that have. Sorry, <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 no. No, we're, we're we can't find out one other move in the millions of moves there are in pro wrestling that doesn't include me landing on the back of my head like yeah. come on like, yeah. it's it, you know there's if you're really hung up on that one move like i'm the type of guy where if somebody's like hey i really don't feel like taking the tombstone i have a super kick no problem hey i don't really feel comfortable with doing something off the top rope cool let's technical wrestle let's tell a different story i always try to look at different things okay that's fine that's i i respect that and we can work around that it's no big deal we have some people that just don't want to you know they just want to get all their stuff in and i just feel that that's kind of like what the the downside of pro wrestling could be. There's a mate. There's so many amazing things. Like don't get me wrong, guys. Like I love telling oh, yeah. stories. I love I, I love so much of what this business has been able to give me and what this business has been able to teach me. Uh, but there's also those those you know the 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 dark side, I guess. Um, and you know there are a lot of carnies and there are a lot of weird people in wrestling that do dumb things and they want their way or no way and you know it's just i guess this with anything in life it really could be but you know uh whenever i get to a point where somebody wants to argue over pro wrestling it's kind of like there's a lot greater things in the world to worry about what you're gonna be doing on me in a match (laughs) yeah Jericho had that list. We saw it. There's a million of those. There's a million oh, moves to go. Thousand holds. Armbar, reverse armbar. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also wanted to ask you. I know that you've gone by a few different. You were you were the hybrid. You did a few yeah. different um, gimmicks. Was there any ever time any other gimmick that you wanted to try that you never got to try, or? Uh-huh. The one thing I've always wanted to do, but I didn't think I could ever do, I'm currently doing right now, and that's be heel in my hometown. Nice. Um, <laughs> we, I didn't think I could. I, it's one of those things where, I mean, it's been a slow turn. Uh, it's in full effect now, but still, people still cheer. But I think that's just because, you know, it's me, and, like, no matter yeah. what, I was going to cheer. But, um, yeah, that was the one thing that, you know, I've always wanted, because I've always done – a mix of babyface and heel. Um, I was told uh, some advice early on by Jimmy Snooker that says you're more marketable if you know how to do both. Um, and you can do both well. Uh, and so I've always been a heel at places outside of Binghamton. And I was just like, I wonder if I could take this and bring it to the crowds of Binghamton and how they would react to it. Um, so far it's been fun. <laughs> um, where you know i'm we're still just riding it out but as far as gimmicks and stuff like i've never really been a big fan of like gimmicky gimmicks you know what i mean like you know something that i'm not i always felt like like a moniker name is one thing yeah uh, because like at the time uh i never like i wrestled by my real name it's not a made-up name it's my real birth name and that was done by gino caruso um, where he thought it doesn't make sense if your first few matches are going to be local in your hometown to change your name 
and put it on a poster where no one's going to recognize that name. Yeah, it makes sense. Marketing. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And then, you know, but he was like, I want to add something. And that's where Junior White came up with the, the hybrid thing. Because at the time I came from like a wrestling and MMA style type background. Yeah. So I was doing a lot of those things in my match, my matches. So he was, he was like, well, you're like a hybrid of wrestling. That's what we'll call you. Mm-hmm. And then like when you're first, you know, starting, you're like, all right, yeah, whatever. I just want to get matches. After a while, I was like, oh, I hate that name so much. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, really after a while, like I wasn't a hybrid anymore. I was just me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, it was one of those things where I, I tried so hard to get away from it. Finally, I did. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because, like, I mean, it, it served its purpose when I first started, but it was time to go. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, there's not really. Um, oh, hold on. There, there, sorry, my uh, yeah, sorry, my uh, phone call. Um, but but yeah, there's there's not really a uh, a certain name or anything. Is I've always wanted to be me, just a variant form of me, whether it's a good right. guy or a bad guy. Um, it's just me dialed up to ten. I feel yeah. that that's the best. Uh, because nobody knows you like you. And I feel like if I would play something I'm not, then it wouldn't come off authentic and it wouldn't be real. Right. Nah, that makes so, sense. I just didn't know if you had uh, any kind of like, you know, Kmart shopper guy gimmick or, you know, <laughs> I, did, did, you know, showing the chicken man car, something like um, that. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, there's no <laughs> That being said, that being said, we are on Geek Speak last week in, on the intake, and uh, he he does do some cosplay. Do you not, Sean? I do. Yes, yes, I do. I do do cosplay, and uh, it's something I've just started to get into recently. Uh, within the last few years, um, one of my one of my very good friends, his name is Jay Cross. He owns a comic book store in the Binghamton area in Vestal called Soundground. And every year he hosts free comic book day. So at the time, uh, my buddy Brian made like this pretty easy, low budget, small movie where he wanted me to portray the Punisher. So we bought a vest and I had it in my house. Like I've had it forever. I've always been a big fan of comics and the Punisher. And I was like, this is dope. I'm definitely keeping this. Well, Jay had saw the photo, and as a way to get people in the store, he thought it'd be cool to have what's called superhero fights in his store. <laughs> he messaged me one day, and he was like, hey, you do this pro wrestling stuff. You know how to, like, pretend fight. Don't mean to be disrespectful, but would you want to do that, you know, in my store? And I was like, that sounds amazing. Are you kidding me? And he was going to pay me? You <laughs> Find me. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I was able to combine wrestling uh, and my love for comics, and we every every year the free comic book day, uh, we we do the superhero fighting. The last one I did, I was able to be Captain America, which was pretty dope. I had a lot. That's of- awesome. Um, I'm not really sure what we're gonna do this year, but he started to talk to me about it. Um, uh, and it's, 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 it's fun. It's, 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 it's a lot of fun. I've been able to meet uh, a lot of cool people. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 you know, when anyone says, Hey, do you want to dress up as something weird on the weekend and go have fun? I'm like, I already do that anyway. So let's do it. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. We're, yeah. we, we've heard Brian has told us that you, you do the, uh, comic book day stuff. So yeah, we're, 
we'll definitely have to get some of the some of the pictures out there to yeah, Facebook and sure, stuff because sure. that sounds that sounds like a lot of fun and and from what Brian said you definitely bring it you come in come in full character that's full awesome character yeah and it's weird too because like I the 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 last year when I did the Captain America like I had my hair in like a, a net and everything and right and not like the authentic real like thing and it was so cool having like little kids come in and they actually think that you're steve roger <laughs> or chris evans one of the two <laughs> yeah. and i'm like this is pretty cool all right i can do this this is fun yeah that's awesome it's definitely a fun time it really is it's cool very cool so yeah um i just wanted to say again i don't we don't want to keep you we know we have you have another engagement after this but Thank you so much for coming on and talking a bit oh, of thank stuff you. with us, man. Um, anything you want to plug? Any upcoming matches? Any upcoming uh, events you have going on? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can always buy a T-shirt over at the prowrestlingtees.com slash Sean Carr, or you just go to their website and type in my name. I got some cool stuff up there. Uh, Instagram, always trying to build those followers. Sean Carr 88 is my uh my domain name i did have a twitter but i just kind of got sick of it so i got rid of it so i won't even bother telling you a twitter <laughs> um, and yeah uh if you're in the binghamton johnson city vestal southern tier area um february 5th i believe excite wrestling is going to be at the mall uh we have our own little space at the uh at the uh the old rue 21 store uh, seriously pretty, yeah yeah we have we we gutted it and it's our own little uh arena in there it's actually pretty oh, that's cool. awesome <laughs> yeah so we, we uh we <laughs> i might have it. to go see this you're gonna have to i mean honestly like it's it's i didn't think it was possible until it started coming together so but yeah we've been there now for about a year and a half almost two years it's it's things are going well covid related you know uh and we stream everything on twitch so if like you Ooh. know you're still kind of not really worried about or you still kind of like don't want to go out in crowds or whatever twitch.com or twitch.tv slash excite wrestling you can watch past shows and the show coming up so it's pretty cool i think right. i'm gonna have to follow that on there okay. awesome. awesome what's uh who, who you who you uh going against there that night Sean. Uh, so that that night I'm in a tag match. It's me and my uh, my protege Pat Sawyer, who's six foot eight, um, <laughs> big indigenous Native American man. Uh, we're doing yeah. It's it's him and me. I picked a good partner. Let me tell you. Uh, we're we're going against uh, T.J. Cook and Dante and uh, uh, this kid named Dante, who's a BU graduate. Oh, nice! And it's gonna be a fun tag match. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. good. Awesome. Well, anybody who's up there and able to go and see this show, definitely go out and support Sean. Again, Sean, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate thank you, it. Guys. Yeah. Appreciate Thanks, Sean. Everyone, it's been a blast having uh, Sean on and doing another actual three host interview, even though I didn't have very much to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for joining us on another episode on the intake. And uh, we hope to see you again real soon. Absolutely.